Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. This is your host, Mark Miller. Today we're talking with John Melton from the OWASP App Sensor Project. John is located in North Carolina. Good morning, John. Good morning. You released 2.0 very recently. Congratulations on that. Thanks very much. It was a big effort from a lot of people, but thanks very much. <laughs> I'm interested for people that haven't heard or used the App Sensor Project yet. Give us the 30,000 foot overview. What does it do? Sure. So AppSense is a bit of a, a bit of a unique project. I think um, it, it's kind of broken down into two main parts. There's uh, what we call the the idea and the implementation. So there's there's the idea, which is a fantastic, very lengthy book actually that's been put together that you can grab uh, for free from Lulu, <clears throat> or I'm sorry, from free from the OWASP site, or you can pull it, uh, print it, you know, from Lulu if you if you'd like a print, bounded copy. It's very professionally done. Um, the project was started several years ago by uh, Michael Coates, and since then Colin Watson has joined, uh, and he now leads up the documentation effort. Uh, he pushed the version two of the document back over, I think, summer of 2014, uh, maybe early fall. Um, so that was recently released, and then what just got released um, a week or two ago was version two of the code. Um, so the code is, in the, is the part that I work on. <clears throat> and it's an implementation of some of the app sensor ideas that are outlined in the book. Um, it's got um, it's, it's chosen one of the architecture possibilities that are outlined in the book, and it's an implementation of that. Um, app sensor in and of itself is meant to enable real-time uh, application layer intrusion detection. So a lot of people are familiar with network intrusion detection. So this is basically moving that construct up to live inside the application. So the idea is that we have a lot of security controls that we can apply um, at the app, you know, to protect applications. Some of those are, you know, secure coding. Um, in industry, a popular solution is WAFs. Uh, this is taking some of the areas um, where those solutions don't don't fit exactly and extending that to allow the insight that you have within an application and to detect issues that are going on and then be able to actually respond to those. Um, so the App Sensor implementation essentially provides the back-end piece of that, the analysis. Um, so your application signals out <clears throat> events that are of interest. The back-end, you, you provide a policy and the back-end performs analysis on those events and then determines um, you know, we think we've crossed some threshold where this suspicious activity is now, we recognize it as being an attack. And then if we've uh, determined that there's been an attack, we can now take appropriate responses. Um, so that the documentation outlines a whole host of possible detection points, um, essentially those places in your code where you want to signal out, of, signal out events. It gives you lots of ideas there. And it's also defined a, a lot of possible responses. So yeah, I think I think that's about as high level as I can go. 
What I'd like to know too is what are the new features? What what did 2.0 add to the mix? Right. So uh, version one was um, essentially based off from Asapi. So Asapi came out and um, and Michael had looked part of what Asapi has implemented um, in version one of his. I'm sorry, version one and two of ISAPI was this intrusion detection component. So ISAPI provides lots of you know, security controls components, one of which was intrusion detection. So this was baked into ISAPI, um, but it, it was kind of a reference implementation. It wasn't, um, wasn't quite as extensible as we wanted to make it. So AppSensor version one was essentially a drop-in replacement for the intrusion detection component of ISAPI one and two. So you would just swap out the implementation, basically. Um, what that meant was that you were tied to a SAPI for the most part. Um, you probably could tear it apart, but in practice, nobody ever did. So you could only really use a SAP or AppSensor, I'm sorry, if you were using a SAPI, which worked great for some use cases, but obviously didn't open up to the wide world. So the primary change in version two is that AppSensor is now a standalone component. It doesn't have any, you can integrate it with a SAPI if you so desire, but it has no bindings to a SAPI at all. So it's essentially a standalone component. Um, architecturally, it's moved from being kind of an in-process, in-memory, um, in-JVM component to being a, architecturally a standalone component of the network. And any application that you want can now detect these events and then signal them you know, over the network whereas previously it was baked into the application itself as a runnable, you know, library. <clears throat> now it's a separate component, and we have, a, you know, different modes that you can connect to over the network. Um, so you can, you know, do REST, SOAP. Uh, we have a Thrift implementation. Adding new implementations is fairly trivial, so um, those are significant. Uh, we also added some reporting. Uh, that'll get beefed up in the coming quarter. Um, and we'll be able to, you know, provide better visualizations and that kind of thing. Uh, we've also added the construct of correlation. So, again, with version one, you were kind of tied into a single application at a time. Now this has moved more towards enterprise use cases where I've got lots of applications and I may have a single sign-on implementation where multiple applications share the same user base, so I can group those on the back end and say that, you know, these applications share the same user data, and if I detect an event or an attack on one of my applications, I know that that user, you know, needs to be responded to, or that event needs to be responded to across this set of applications. Um, so there's a handful of other things that have gone in, but, but those are the core changes that will, that will make the biggest impact for people. John, when I, I use AppSensor, is it prescriptive only, or are there things uh, outside of that? So right now, um, the original version, uh, version 1, had a um, trend monitoring concept. Uh, to be honest, in practice, it didn't work that great. Um, but right now, it's, it's policy-driven, so it's prescriptive. You have to say, um, essentially, you have to set... Um, these somewhat static thresholds, right? You you define them up front. You can change them, <clears throat> and we'll we'll grab them and reload them, you know, at runtime. But you have to know ahead of time what you you know what your rules are. So an example might be if I see ten of this thing happen in five minutes, 
10 this event type happen in five minutes, I think that's a bad thing. Um, so obviously <clears throat> there are other um, analysis uh, possibilities. Uh, a lot of those are defined in the book but are not implemented yet. Um, so we have some ideas outlined for different projects for people to take on for extensions to the engine. In its current state, those are not there, but those are pretty well defined, I think, in the book and described how you might go about building that. So if people want to jump in, that's that's a good place to uh, to implement it. Uh, or I'm sorry, that, those are good project possibilities to implement. So if I heard you correctly, what it's done, you're looking for events that trigger something that need a response of some kind. But where does the trigger fire off to? How, how is it responded to? So there, there's a few different options uh, for that. Essentially, the way it would work, is, you know, if, if if I were to lay this out in, in kind of the simplest example, if I have an application and it's, uh, you know, Ruby on Rails application, and I want to implement a detection point. So I'd add a, you know, a lot of code that said, um, you know, one of the examples we usually come up with or, or kind of specify is, okay, somebody specified a GET request or tried to make a GET request on something that should only ever be a post. Well, that's clearly a problem, right? If the application prevents that functionality, but you see it, that means somebody's doing some tinkering. It might be a security tool. It might be a nefarious user. We don't know, but presumably that's a bad thing. So if we see, if we see that particular action take place and we have a detection point meant to catch it, if I see one of those or five of those, whatever my policy says, in five minutes, I want to, you know, um, you know, enhance logging, let's say, or log the user out, whatever that action, that response action that we want to take is. <clears throat> so the application would essentially make a REST call if you've got it set up in, you know, REST mode, which is what I hear most people using now. Um, so it would make a RESTful call to our back end to say, I see an event of this type. Our back end will sit there and listen until it sees an event that triggers an attack that crosses that threshold. Once that threshold is crossed, the back end will do what it, it essentially emits that a response needs to be taken. How you deal with that response, there's also a couple ways to do it. Right now, you can either poll the back end and ask for new responses, um, or you can uh, set up a WebSocket connection to the back end and it will stream them back to you. Uh, we have some other plans in place to do things like message queuing, so you can, you know, pub sub the the responses if you so desire. Those aren't built yet, but they're, again, you know, the system's pretty modular. It's it's pretty easy to be extended, so all those things can be built pretty trivially. Trivially, um, we just need integration points. That's that's a, where a lot of our effort is going right now is kind of enterprise integration points. It seems like a community effort could help you build a database of default trigger points. Does that make sense? I think so far we've had interest from people in PHP, uh, Node, Ruby, and a couple other um, languages, non-Java languages. Um, essentially, my recommendation has been that we might build a, a repository of these um, client implementations, for lack of a better term, what we call them uh, server, the clients to the app sensor server. Um, <laughs> there's some confusing terminology sometimes, but. Uh, essentially, that component is going to live in the client application, um, and and it would be great to have an implementation for those lang different languages um, that would you know that would that would speak 
to the back end and communicate that data over so we don't have to build that every time. Uh, so that could be very helpful. Also, implementations of the actual detection points. The line of code that you need to write to actually send the message is trivial, but um, helpful examples of how you did it you know, in a given framework. So if you're in Rails, there's a lot of other people presumably using Rails. So you could say, hey, I came up with this nice reusable way that's, that's integrated with the Rails framework. This is how I did it. Um, those types of examples would be helpful too. John, as you and Colin are looking for the next iteration, looking for what do you have on the, on the, the big ideas? Um, so, if anybody ever, for, for posterity's sake, <laughs> um, there is a road uh, code level roadmap defined um, off the AppSensor page on OWASP. Um, so anybody at any given time can go get the latest and greatest. But as of right now, uh, the primary goals are <clears throat> are focused around reporting. So we don't really have a good way to visualize a lot of this data yet. Um, so that's the most immediate concern. Uh, at the, I think it's AppSec EU, there's a slot for um, laying out a dashboard design and those kind of things that people would find useful. We have several several folks um, that have kind of lurked on the mailing list, have communicated with us privately and that kind of thing, that are building these things themselves. So we're trying to solicit feedback right now on what the best ideas are, you know, kind of what's going to hit the 80% of the customer base um, and will be the most effective. So trying to get those ideas put together right now so we can build a, a, a useful dashboard, um, you know, with extension points for folks. Uh, so that's the first one. The second thing would be um, really inter enterprise integration points. You know, uh, hooking up to message queues is going to be a big one for a lot of people. Um, emitting to different systems is going to be a big one. So, you know, I, I want to message out to Syslog or I want to message out to whatever my Archer integration or whatever that, that component is, the output. Another one, the other side of that is input. So if I have a detection system of some kind, that sits at the network layer, let's say a WAF, um, that I could signal input into AppSensor without having to be considered an application. Uh, so we planned for that from the beginning. Uh, we're good friends with Ryan Barnett from the Mod Security Project, um, and he's been a, a fantastic contributor to the project. And so we're planning ahead for that to be there so that systems can signal in, hey, I detected an attack. You know, here's how you deal with it. Um, <clears throat> so, so there's enterprise integration points would be the second second point, and then the third is really, you know, different types of analysis. So um, let's move from just, as you said, the prescriptive model to let's do things that are behavioral. Let's do things that are uh, kind of the trend monitoring implementation that we never fully got built uh, in version one. So those, th those things are a little more, um, it it's a little rare to find good implementations of those, at least as far as I'm aware. So uh, we're looking for people who have <laughs> have uh, experience building those types of systems that could be able to give us insight there. Um, so I'd say those are the three big buckets, how to report, enterprise integration, and then, um, you know, new detection patterns, uh, detection models. What other projects align well with your project here? That's a good question. Um, so uh, Abster is... Probably well aligned with a SAPI. Uh, it's it's what it was born of originally, so that's that's pretty straightforward and makes sense. Um, <clears throat> it is probably makes sense once we get the integration points there 
to hook into something like mod security, uh, the core rule set, and and to feed off from information there. Uh, there's there's lots of other projects. Um, surprisingly, the uh, I would actually say the CISO guide, which I went through, um, it gives a good high-level overview. The book portion of the AppSensor project is lengthy, but there are executive summary portions that would be very helpful for um, for conveying the ideas and concepts to upper management. So that's really beneficial if you're you know uh, if you're an upper management type or you need to get this information and this concept across two upper management types, uh, the book is a, is a great resource there. Uh, the, the other thing we've really heard a lot of good feedback from actually from, from the community is on uh, the, the DevOps uh, movement, I guess. Uh, not sure what to call that exactly, but the, the change towards DevOps here lately. Everything has moved to be more and more about uh, you know having more insight into your applications, more signaling of what's going on, um, so this naturally feeds right into that. And there's several projects in, in OWASP that are kind of tangent, tangentially related to, to DevOps, so, so I'd say those probably are decent companions. <clears throat> I wonder, I'm going to see you at EPSEC uh, EU in Amsterdam, looking forward to it. I wonder if it might be worthwhile to get in touch with those other projects and just sit down for a half hour to talk it through, just to kind of brainstorm together. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. Um, I, I'm pretty closely, uh, or, or in, in pretty good relationship with um, with Chris Schmidt from Isapi and and Ryan Barnett from um, Mod Thirty. So so those guys pretty much know what we're doing, know what's going on. Um, but it's always good to look for new integration points. Also, the um, the other projects, you know, I'm always on the lookout for what people are coming up with. Um, so, so the other projects are really good uh, candidates to to have discussions with those that might be kind of DevOps related. So, all right, we've been talking with John Melton from the AppSensor project. John, looking forward to seeing you in Amsterdam. Uh, congratulations on the project. Great, thanks very much, Mark. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.